Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Success Hackers. This is Scott Hansen, high-performance business strategist, best-selling author, speaker, and of course, podcast host right here on Success Hackers. It's on Success Hackers that we are all about empowering you, our entrepreneurial audience, so that you can take your business to entirely new heights. We do that by interviewing some of the most talented and successful entrepreneurs on the planet and then having them share their success strategies and hacks with us. For all you loyal Hacker Nation listeners, you know I love you guys. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to the show, spreading the word, subscribing to the show. It's because of you, our loyal Hacker Nation community. Success Hackers is now downloaded and listened to in over 65 countries and growing. And we get the opportunity to impact and empower individuals just like you all over the world. So again, I cannot thank you enough. If you haven't yet listened to the last show, make sure to check it out because Robert Hartline was on the program and he was actually getting very strategic with us on exactly how he built his seven-figure business the old-fashioned way with great leadership, customer service, and awesome sales strategies. So make sure to check that out with Robert. All right, Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. We're about to chat with someone who has just a little bit of energy. Cat Terzo is going to teach us how to build a lifestyle business using only your laptop. So Hacker Nation, make sure you strap in because... We are going to have a lot of fun. Today, our featured guest is Kat Laterzo. Kat, are you ready to rock? I am so ready to rock. I'm like, I want to jump out of my chair, but I'm going to stay still and just bring it. (laughs) Kat Laterzo is a coach, best-selling author, speaker, and mentor to revolutionary leaders who want it all on their terms. She is the author of over 40 Amazon best-selling books, and she's the embodiment of what you might call a content marketing machine. She writes 2,500 to 10,000 words a day for her blog, books, and the content for The Tribe, which is her membership site where she teaches women entrepreneurs how to build a successful business that's in alignment with who they are. Kat is also the host of the Entrepreneur Reality TV and Success Smackdown podcast. She just launched her online reality show, Kat Laterzo, Unchained, which allows viewers to take a peek behind the scenes and reveals what it is really like to build a seven-figure business from your laptop living location-free. Kat, welcome to Success Hackers. I have a distinct feeling we're going to have a little fun today. I can't wait for it, and that was an amazing intro. I really appreciate it, and just looking forward to getting into the show and seeing what comes up. I know it's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Hacker Nation, Kat is originally, as you can probably tell from her accent, from Down Under in Australia. And now she's actually, though, as we're speaking, she is in her penthouse suite at the Cosmopolitan in Vegas because she has a huge show coming up tomorrow that actually she is leading and speaking at. So we got a little bit of her time and I'm so excited. So Kat, 
I gave Hacker Nation just a brief description of who you are, but would love for you to share a little bit more about you and your business. Absolutely. I, I've had, you know, as a lot of entrepreneurs, I think a, a evolutionary journey that spans a spectrum of, I guess, so-called niches or industries or, or topics. And, and the big thing, just to kind of bring it into the now and then go back into the story, the big thing that I've learned with my business is that it's about me, not about what I teach. So when I started out, uh, I was a personal trainer, actually. I set out to become a lawyer. Uh, that was my goal and my focus uh, throughout schooling. But then at the same time, I always felt like I'm not going to live the normal life. I had this feeling since as long as I can remember, since I was a very small child, that I was born for more and that I was going to do something amazing. But it seemed so vague and sort of surreal in one day and you know, I, I just didn't really know what to do with those feelings. So I focused on a traditional success pathway and being a great student. And I was really good academically. And so I got into law school and I, I was a great student at high school. I was like the school nerd. And I got to, um, the, uh, the like first week of going to law school and I just didn't really want to go. I was like, uh, well, nobody's really keeping me accountable. Um, I'm not really being forced to show up here. I just noticed that I don't really actually have the motivation for this. I did what most 18-year-old lost um, kids do, which is I packed up a backpack and went off to Europe. When I came back, I'd put on like 10 or 12 pounds. And so I started going to the gym every day and I really just became addicted to fitness and I was still kind of floundering around and didn't know what to do. And I was like, okay, I started doing a professional writing and editing certificate, uh, university degree. I mean, not a certification, but that was also like, okay, I love writing. I mean, I am a writer, but I didn't like being told how to write. So once again, I just stopped going to classes and I became a personal trainer and that became my career for the next 13, 14 years. And I was very good at it, very passionate about fitness. I'm still very passionate about fitness. I love it. But at the same time, I still had all this feeling and this stuff within me where I felt like, well, I love fitness, but I'm not going to be a personal trainer for the rest of my life. And I'm supposed to speak to millions and impact millions. And that's kind of what I felt. But I don't know that I would have put it into words at that point in my life. Because I'm that ambitious driven person, I guess, I was constantly attending seminars in the fitness industry as well and developing myself. And one of the courses or seminars that I attended in around 2007 was how to be a six-figure trainer. And it's, and they spoke about, well, you need to leverage your income. You can't just work for an hourly wage. And so one of the things that you really should have in place is a website and a blog. And it was 2007 and it was, you know, people didn't really have a personal website. Only companies did at the time. But I, my, you know, with the push of a little few of my corporate clients who, who were, you know, really supportive of me, I set up a website. I set up my first website called Kick-Ass Life Training, which was my business name at the time. And uh, I started blogging about fitness and about fat loss and about nutrition. And I built my personal training business as a result of just having an online presence. And I certainly leveraged my income as a trainer. But I also started to find my voice because in the middle of all these nutrition posts and 10 ways to lose stomach fat and whether dairy is good for you, I would write these posts around values and around making space for your dreams and around whether the way that you're spending your time is really moving you forward in the direction that you want to go. And I kind of felt a little apologetic for these posts because I felt like, oh, people really just want the 10 ways to lose stomach fat posts, right? But I kind of wrote those posts because I felt that I should, whereas the posts around motivation and living your dream life was like, well, I think this is what's really important and this is what I want to write about. So I kind of tried to sneak it in a little bit, but I felt like, oh, I can't, do, can't say too much of that because people just want the nutrition stuff and the fat loss stuff. And, you know, I got a little feedback on the motivational stuff, I guess, but it's not really what I was marking myself for. 
so I felt, I felt proud of myself and happy and excited that I was growing this, this, I guess, persona or this, you know, presence. I mean, not persona, this presence online as a blogger in the fitness industry. And I was, I kind of got in on the ground floor with fitness, um, business online. It wasn't a thing back then like it is now. And I would have been one of the first people in Australia to start selling online fitness programs and online fat loss information products. And so almost by accident, which sounds a bit funny because I certainly worked really hard, but almost by accident, I built that business online just through $99 and under information products to where I was making over 35 grand a month by the end of 2012. Wow. And it really did like it kind of crept up on me out of nowhere because for the first several years and it was really just about blogging and I, I was really enjoying the community and I would always answer every email and every comment and I had a really engaged Facebook business page that I was just spending a lot of time on and I would post everything that I thought was helpful. I had no strategy. The internet marketing industry as it exists today was not a thing at the time or certainly I wasn't aware of it and I wasn't learning like how to you know grow a tribe or how to get leads or how to sell. I was just having a conversation and to me, it was like, well, these are my girls. My, my audience was female, so these are like my girls, like almost like friends, I guess, like clients, sure. But, you know, I actively just really was myself and had a conversation and I would just ask people, well, what do you want? How can I help you? And they would make suggestions and I would create these little info products on Word and PDF it and then I'd upload an e-junkie link to Facebook and that became a multiple six-figure business. No oh sales pages, no launches. No internet marketing, no Facebook advertising, right? It was totally just a community and a conversation. Wow. I mean, from just following your passion to you thinking you want to go left, you know, this thing called being a lawyer to that's not what I want to do. And you followed your gut and you started reading the personal development books like Tony Robbins and Brian Tracy, which I think you and I walk a similar path because I did have Mm -hmm. the same sort of path and personal Mm -hmm. development was my religion and was my out. Uh, for many years. So someone that's listening, they want to create maybe a tribe of followers that you mentioned, or, you know, and others that have the same passion as them online, or maybe even develop a membership site. What's Mm -hmm. maybe one thing they can do like starting tomorrow in order for them to start gaining some traction or even opening up or starting a membership site? Can you suggest maybe one thing? Yeah, absolutely. The the number one most important thing is going to be to communicate your message. And it's one of those things where people feel like, no, 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 just tell me the thing that's going to make me money. I'm like, okay, the number one most important thing is to share your message every single day because why the hell is somebody going to give you money for anything if you're not providing value and you're also not allowing them to see who you are? So when I say share your message, what I mean by that is essentially show up and be part of the conversation. And for me, messaging is, I create a lot of content. I do a daily blog that's around two and a half thousand words every single day, 365 days a year. Often I'll do two or three of those blogs a day. I don't, I don't actually publish them all. I use a bunch of them in my books as well, but I do the blog. I do daily live streams, often a couple a day. Um, I do a ton of interviews and podcasts like this. I do daily YouTube show or semi-daily about five days a week and same with the podcast. So that's my form of messaging. It is very content heavy. But for those who are starting out and feel like, oh, my God, I can't do that or where would I start? What I mean for messaging to start with is open your mouth and say something, right? A two-minute video or a short social media post or an email where you share something from the heart relevant to what it is that you really want to impart into the world. And if you're wanting to sell something, like let's say you want people to join a membership site or to purchase something that you've created online or to reach out to want to work with you as a client, 
Well, then obviously you're gonna you're gonna need to make a connection there relevant to why they would want to buy your thing or work with you. Yeah, and I love that because I know a lot of times, even me as well, there will be times when you know I have this podcast or I'll do some YouTube videos and I'll do some blogging, and then you're like, oh my god, I got so much going on. I don't know which direction to pursue. Some people say create a lot of content, just get it out there, be loud, pound your chest. And I don't mean that in an arrogant way, just get yourself out there, get yourself above the clouds, above mm-hmm. the clutter. Yeah. Then you have other people say, whoa, whoa, time out. Let's focus on one or two sort of platforms, kind of get really good at that, and then you could sort of you know, expand your brand. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think that you want to, you want to have a starting point, right? If, if you're going to, if you want to create progress, then you need to have the vision in mind of where it is that you want to go. Because if you haven't made a decision, obviously, as to what it is that you want to create or achieve or focus on, then who knows where on earth you're going to end up. So I certainly agree with choose something, start there. At the same time, I think being open to the fact that you don't have to have a niche in the sense of like, oh, I'm Kat and I, I teach about whatever, right? Like if you wanted me to answer that sentence, it's going to be literally like, um, you know, five hours before I shut up because there's so many different things that I cover. I mean, that being said, I do have like a little two-sentence thing that I can say, obviously. Right. But even that's like, what does that actually mean, right? <laughs> because the thing is, my niche is myself. And so as far as choosing one thing or a couple of things, yes, you want to know, okay, this is what I'm focused on right now. I'm going to put one foot in front of the other toward that goal and that, you know, the creation of that. But at the same time, being open to the fact that it, to build a personal brand or for any business really – it still comes down to what are the values, beliefs, um, and realities of the person behind that brand or that business. And so I really feel like the more that you just give yourself permission to bring all of who you are into it, the easier it is and the easier to also attract your ideal clients. Kat, we love our aha moments here on Success Hackers. There's a lot of business owners online creating programs, membership sites, etc. Was there maybe an aha or a light bulb moment that you knew that, yes, you might love creating content and going a million miles an hour and you're going crazy, (laughs) but it went from that, right, doing that, being in front of the camera. Obviously, you're not someone that's shy. You have a a huge passion and a purpose behind it, but to taking all that and then actually creating a viable business that you actually can make money from it. Do you actually remember that one light bulb moment? Yeah, absolutely. It was when I realized that I had to take the gloves off and fully be me. So sort of further to what I was just saying, it was absolutely a, like I, I literally had a like a, a one moment and I remember exactly where I was. I was near my parents' home in Melbourne. I was living on the other side of the country by then, but I'd flown back to Melbourne with my newborn son, who's my second child at the time, to uh, give a presentation where I was asked to speak about being successful in online business as a personal trainer. So I had done that. And the truth was, though, I'd given this presentation about being about making a lot of money online as a trainer, but at that point in time in my business, I was nearly bankrupt and broke because despite all the success that I mentioned earlier, after that period of time, I kind of broke my business. And what I mean by that is I decided to move out of the fitness business and decided to rebrand under myself because I knew that I had this deeper purpose and I wanted to do something that was not just about fitness. And I kind of accidentally became a business coach, like a sales and marketing coach. Mm-hmm. And so essentially, I was trying to be myself, and instead I accidentally replaced fitness for sales and marketing coach. So it was just like another thing that I was teaching that I was certainly good at teaching and knew a lot about and could help people with, but I still felt frustrated, like, but this is not what I really want to do. I'm not doing that deeper work that I really want to do. So I was becoming self-aware enough at that point in time to realize that I was out of alignment 
and that if I was going to live my purpose, I needed to pull back and stop doing things that were not right for me on a soul level. And so I deliberately stopped selling most of the stuff that was making me money in my business. I was, I, at the time my income was over 80 grand a month and I just stopped selling the things that were making that money. Meanwhile, I had allowed the fitness business to dwindle because I'd been focused on the business stuff. And so that 35 grand a month that I mentioned earlier wasn't coming in anymore. And I right. hadn't been paying attention to that. I was a little like, you know, I'm a creator and I'm an entrepreneur and I've, I've now learned to manage my money and to pay attention to my money. But that was a really tough learning curve for me, right? <laughs> I was not doing that at the time. I was just kind of like, ah, whatever. I'll just, you know, make some other products up. So when I sat down and looked at my finances after I, I made a conscious choice, I'm going to stop doing stuff that I'm not in alignment with and I'm going to find a way to make money doing what I love. Instead, what happened was I sat down and looked at my finances, realized, oh my God, that and I was seriously, I was honestly just shocked and flabbergasted to see that my fitness business just wasn't making that money anymore. It sounds crazy. Like, how could I have not known that? Right. I, just, I just wasn't paying attention. Right. Right. I was using credit cards. I wasn't paying my tax bills. It was a mess. I had over a hundred grand in debt when I worked it out and almost no money coming in, just enough to cover like business expenses and living expenses. But even then it was like, I was always a little bit late and there were times when I was trying to buy $30 worth of groceries at the store and the money wasn't there. And, and so this occasion in Melbourne, I'd been asked to come down to speak at the biggest annual fitness conference in Melbourne that happens every year and to be a keynote speaker about how to make a lot of money online as a trainer, which I certainly had accomplished. And so that was all true. But at the same time, I stood on that stage feeling like such a fraud because mm. I had like 89 cents in one bank account and $2.80 in another like literally I still, I took a photo of it because I still even thought this would be part of my story one day. <laughs> right. But what happened was after the conference, I went back to get my car out of the parking garage and I realized I didn't have the $17 mm. to get the car out. And I had to go back up to where my phone data would work. And I had to transfer like $2 from one account into another and $3 into another. And I managed to join together $18 or something enough to pay the parking. And that was literally all the money I had because by that point in time, I had exhausted all my resources. I had been basically fighting going completely broken bankrupt for about a six-month period at that point. So I went back to my mom's and I put my son in the stroller and I called my husband who was at the other side of the country and I just said to him, and I was so angry at myself and just at everything and I was so upset, but something had snapped in me. It was my turning point, the $17 in the car park. And it was my, it was like, I almost felt like a visceral feeling of a switch flicking inside my gut. And I just knew things were going to change now. I made a conscious choice, stuff this from this day forward. I'm going to say what I think. I'm going to stop worrying about being professional. I'm going to stop worrying about following the rules. I'm going to stop worrying about competing within the business coach niche. I'm going to stop worrying about the competition and what anybody else is doing. I'm going to stop worrying about all of this stuff because I'm just sick of it. I'm just done. I've had enough. I just want to say what I'm going to say. So I decided, well, I followed all these rules. and sure I made a lot of money, but it, I felt like I was paying the cost with my soul is how I felt rather dramatically, yeah. right? So I saw, okay, I can go and do that again and I will build a million-dollar business, absolutely, because I'm a hard worker and I'll do it. But I'm not going to give my life for that. And so I made a choice. I'm just going to say what I think. And if I make money, great. And if I don't, I don't. But I'm done, done with playing by the rules. I'm going to be myself. Literally within four weeks of that time, and $40,000 came into my bank account through creations that just kind of flew out of me as a result of taking the reins or taking the gloves off. And then um, within six months from there, I was making 50 grand a month in my business. Within 
eight months, uh, eight grand a month. And within 10 months, over a hundred grand a month. And I just have, I mean, I won't say I haven't um, looked back since then, but obviously our business has its ups and downs continually. But since then I've just continued to go from strength to strength. But the biggest thing and the, and the biggest take home from all of that long story is really just, I decided to show up and fully be myself, attract the clients who want that and create from that place. That's such a powerful story. Oh my God. Hacker nation. I mean, there's so many gold nuggets in that story and you know, Probably the biggest that I took away was at the absolute basic level, the old saying is, trust your gut. It'll never steer mm. you yeah. wrong. And we all try to fit our soul into this square hole. And you're like, you know what? At the end of the day, it never, it never ever works, whether it's in a relationship, whether that's in a business or whatever it is you're trying to do. And I love how you sort of put the brakes on, but then put it into a whole nother gear when you did take the gloves off and, uh, and it's, it, you know, it's an exciting thing to listen to and it's an exciting story to, for all of us to take notes and really to say, you know, kudos to you for what you're doing and the people that you're now impacting because you went and followed your gut. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, Kat, our Hacker Nation community listens to the show for actual success hacks and strategies to really help them grow themselves and their business. You know, you just share with us some really huge revenue numbers on a monthly basis. Some of that is coaching, some of that is products, some of that is monthly masterminds and all of that that you you have that you're offering your tribe. But if someone's just either getting started or they're maybe a year or two into it and they really want to amp their game up, how do you do that? What's two things you can share with our Hacker Nation community that they can start really amping their money up? Yeah, great question, Scott. And um People always want to know what's the strategy, right? What is the thing I need to do in my business that's going to make people pay me? But 80% of it is going to be psychology and mindset, and that is the reality. And it's the truth that a lot of people just don't really want to hear. Or even if they agree in theory, they still want to know, okay, but what's the thing that I need to do? Right, yeah. So, so I'm going to tell you the thing. <laughs> okay, number one, have a money practice, a daily money practice. This has been revolutionary for me. Having a daily money practice has changed my life. And what I mean by that is I decided that I was in such a mess with my money. I didn't decide. I knew that I was. Um, and that I decided that I wanted to improve it. And I just looked at it as, okay, well, with fitness, for example, because it's been a habit for nearly 20 years now. And it's a daily practice and it's a daily habit. And I just make time and space for that every single day. So I based it on that and I decided, well, once upon a time I was out of shape and, you know, didn't know anything about fitness and I learned, not really because I learned any special formula about fitness, but just because I started to make space for it and it became a habit, a discipline, and it just became as automated as taking a shower every day, right? I didn't think about it. I decided I'm going to put aside 30 to 40 minutes a day and in that time, what I've honed down on being the top three activities that I do in that time, and this took me a little while to figure out, but firstly... I write out my goals, essentially like affirmations and goals, but I write out very specifically what are the goals that I'm working on in my business and in my life. And I don't have like a list or anything. Uh, I just spend maybe five or 10 minutes where I'm writing about the reality that I want to create for myself. So I'm writing out all sorts of random stuff to do with my relationship, my body, money stuff, you know, uh, program sales, you name it, anything, fame stuff. So I do that. And then the next thing I do is I track my income. Every single day I track my income. I write down how much money I made. 
um, I don't write down where it came from or anything, but I just calculate how much money came in the previous day and I add it onto a spreadsheet. So I'm paying attention to the thing that I want to improve. You know, it's a principle of life that whatever you measure improves, whatever you pay attention to grows, whatever you, whatever you water grows, right? So I pay attention to my money every day. And the more that I feel like, oh, I feel like things might be a little scary or messy. I don't really want to look. And you tell yourself, I don't have time for that right now. The more important it is to look at it. That's what I've found. And then the third thing that I do is I actually, I mean, this is maybe a little extreme and a lot of people are going to be like, really? But I calculate my entire net worth every day. Uh, it doesn't take long because it's just a running total on a spreadsheet now. And it does not like it changes dramatically every day or even at all. But it's really just that I, I'm committed to the principle of, uh, I'm committed to creating wealth. And I know from fitness and from so many other areas of my life where I have a daily discipline that anything you have a daily discipline around, you get results. Secondly, the biggest thing in business or as an entrepreneur is going to be get your message out there and ask for the sale. Don't hold back. Every single day, communicate. It doesn't mean you need to blog every day or all that stuff that I do every day, but saying something, even on social media, being part of the conversation. If you're not communicating and you're not showing people who you are and you're also not inviting them to purchase from you, then, I mean, what is your brand actually going to be based on? It's going to be you sitting behind your laptop hoping that somebody knocks on the door and says, here's some money. Awesome success hacks. Two of them. And have a daily money practice. And what I love about the daily money practice, by the way, Kat, is this. You said something very profound. A lot of people, if they don't have the money coming in, they want to sort of shy away from it. Totally. So it's like anything else in life. You know, if you're good at it, you want to keep being good at it. You keep focusing on it. You know, you, you walk differently, you talk differently because you're confident about it. Well, if you don't have a lot of confidence around money and there's maybe not money coming in every day or every week or even every month, the natural theory is, well, I don't really want to check it out because I know it's not growing. But I love how you put it because it's literally just flipping it on its head. Because the more you look at it, the more you're forced to look at it, the more you realize, hey, if this thing ain't growing, something is broken in the chain. Would you agree? Absolutely. So focus on the money, track the income, produce wealth, write down your goals. And of course, the second hack, which of course is get your message out and ask for the sale. I completely agree with you 100%. I think there's too many people out there. They have so many gifts and talents no one really knows about them. And number two, they're not asking for the sale. And guess what, folks? When you're not asking for the sale, most people aren't just going to stand with their hand out and their money out saying, here you go, take my money. You have mm-hmm. to sort of nudge them into the purchase. Yeah. You, I mean, you need to ask relentlessly. And I think there's a whole thing. I mean, it's just like a little side note here. But I see too much stuff online of people like, oh, I don't want to be salesy. It's like, well, then why are you in business? Be yep. proud to be selling what you're selling. And if you're not proud to be selling it, then don't sell it and find something <laughs> that you're proud of, right? <laughs> exactly. But if you believe in your product, then take ownership of the fact that you are here to sell and relentlessly ask for that sale because you you, you say your stuff is going to help people. Well, then go ahead and help them, right? All right, Kat, we are now going to enter what we call the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the success hacker's version of the hot seat. Awesome. Whatever's the answer that first comes to mind, just let it rip. So, Kat Laterzo, are you ready for the randomness round? I am absolutely ready. Let's do it. Best advice you've ever received? Be yourself. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Definitely working out and also journaling, if I can say two. You now own a time machine, Kat. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. Knowing about life and business, what advice... Would your current self give your 25-year-old self? Stuff the rules. Don't worry about what people think. Focus on what comes from the heart. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? 
Definitely journaling, daily journaling practice, I would say. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? Well, I'm exceptionally good at yoga. I can do some Cirque du Soleil freaky stuff. <laughs> What's one book that you've read that's made an impact on your business? I actually really love the book How Rich People Think. It's by Steve Siebold. And um, to me, that just affirmed a lot of the stuff that I think that I felt like was kind of arrogant or over the top of me. And I read that book and I was like, wow, my thoughts really align with how rich people think. And he's, he based that book on actual data that he collected. It wasn't like his philosophies. If you can recommend one social media tool or overall service to our Hacker Nation community, what would that be? I am actually not a tools person. I'm just going to go ahead and say keep it simple and communicate. On, I mean, Facebook is the number one platform, so communicate and show up, but nothing fancy as far as plugins and apps and that sort of thing. I'm not, I don't use anything like that. Kat, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. This has been incredible, Kat. Thank you so much for your time and also sharing these incredible success strategies and hacks with our Hacker Nation community. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business and everything else you got going on? Yeah, thank you for asking. The best place to find me is definitely over uh, at my website, which is katlaterzo.com, K-A-T-L-O-T-E-R-Z-O.com. And I'm also on all the key social media platforms under my name. If you go to my YouTube um, channel, which is under Katlaterzo as well, I've got a couple of different playlists there. I have my show, Entrepreneur Reality TV, which is my YouTube daily little YouTube videos that I make. And then Catlato's One Change is on is has its own playlist. I also post it to my Facebook page under my name every week when the show comes out. So there's a playlist there as well. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Kat, along with some other really cool resources we have on the site. When you're on the site, don't forget to hit subscribe so you can get all the latest and greatest new episodes. Remember, for all the listeners right here on Success Hackers, Audible is giving away a free audiobook download with your 30-day free trial. Hurry up and grab that because there's over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So hurry up again, grab your 30-day free membership by going to audibletrial.com forward slash Success Hackers. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.